today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Others are concerned about this, obviously, because there's so many different facets. Obviously, we're going to mention healthcare again in just a couple of seconds. But education and money for education, especially post-secondary education, a key part of that. And uh, our uh, good friend uh, that we uh, had on the program just a little while ago, uh, Blake Oliver from McMaster Students Union, also had some comments. Although the government has invested a lot into student financial aid over the past few years, it's still a struggle for students to pay back a lot of the debt that they've been incurring over four years of post-secondary or potentially more. Uh, among some of the concerns, obviously, student debt, and uh, we'll get into that in greater detail in just a couple of minutes. Joining us now is uh, Andrea Horvath, leader of the Ontario New Democratic Party and, of course, uh, MPP for Hamilton. Andrea, thanks for the time. Good to have you with us today. It's always my pleasure, Bill. How are you? I'm well, thanks so much. Uh, a lot of questions about yesterday. Let's uh, roll right into this. We were just talking with uh, Vic Fidelli and the minister about, uh, well, let's focus on health care spending, first of all. Uh, they're proud of the fact that they're increasing health care spending significantly. They say a 3% increase. Uh, I'm hearing from uh, Linda Hasm Stroud from the ONA and others that uh, nice idea, but nowhere near enough of uh, what's needed actually for the needs in, especially in primary care in, in hospitals. Well, no, and you're absolutely right. In fact, the uh, the just the amount in the budget was three hundred million dollars short of what the OHA, the Ontario Hospital Association, was saying was the bare minimum that they needed. And look, the damage done to hospitals was done by the Liberals. I mean, let's face it. After 14 years, uh, this government has done a lot of damage, and this budget doesn't come near uh, what's needed to to repair the damage that's been done. What about the other facets of healthcare that we have talked about? Uh, not just hospitals, and, and that's not to short ship what's needed in hospitals, but long-term care facilities. One of the reasons uh, that, that there we have, for instance, a problem with wait times, and I know they talked about that during the budget presentation yesterday, but one of the main reasons for that is there are people in hospital beds in those facilities that shouldn't be there. They're, they should be in long-term care facilities, they should be in hospice care, and we simply don't have enough beds. We don't have enough beds, and this budget doesn't change that, nor does it change the crisis that we continue to experience in home care. So it's both long-term care and home care that should be able to take the, the pressure off uh, of the hospitals by moving those patients uh, who don't need to be in hospital anymore into other uh, types of settings. And, and you're absolutely right. The, uh, the budget does not add new long-term care beds. Uh, it does not do anything to fix a dysfunctional home care system. Uh, and so the, uh, the crisis and, and the crisis that we have in the hospitals is going to continue. But the other thing is, interestingly enough, I mean, you've read the Code Red reports from yep. Hamilton. Oh, yeah. You know who it is uh, in terms of income levels and demographics that are uh, that are that are getting primary care at the emergency wards, right? Well, those folks wouldn't be there as often if they could afford their prescription drugs. But this plan that the Liberals have put in place has completely ignored the vast majority of Ontarians who can't get their prescription drugs filled because they just can't afford it. Well, let's talk about that uh, because it's uh, coincidental, I guess, is maybe one way to describe this, Andrea, that, uh, that you made an announcement earlier this week about your proposal for a, a pharmacare program, a drug prescription program, uh, and all of a sudden it's included in the budget. Now, it wasn't in the budget document, no. uh, which uh, has made some people feel that as well, maybe they kind of wrote that on the back pages of it, just uh, as Mr. Sousa was going to make the presentation. Uh, but but there is there is some statistics there. Uh, I, I question the, all of this arbitrary number of 24 years of age and under, but you, I mean, let me give me an opportunity here for you to talk about your thoughts on, on what Mr. Sousa is talking about, first of all. 
Well, I mean, I so I don't um, I don't think that young people don't need prescription drug coverage, but I think everybody does. And so the the big difference for for us is that uh, person who's 24 years old when they turn 25, they're not going to be able to afford their prescription drugs anymore. So a lot of those folks are students actually that come out of university and college uh, that have drug plans in university and college as part of their tuition, and then they, they graduate and all of a sudden they don't have coverage anymore. So what, we've, what we did is, is take the advice of experts who said the best bang for the buck comes with uh, a universal plan that covers everybody, uh, that covers everybody for the most common ailments and the most often prescribed drugs for those ailments, uh, covering therefore over 70% of the prescription needs of the people of Ontario. And the added bonus, um, so on top of relieving you know, pressure from hospital as people uh, become uh, more, more well or more healthy, the added bonus is with 14 million Ontarians and uh, a specific budgeted amount of $475 million for the plan, that gives us tremendous bargaining power when it comes to dealing with uh, the, the pharmaceutical industry to get the cost of drugs down, because we know that we're paying far too much for our, our, our pharmaceuticals in this province already. And the only way to get, those, uh, get that bargaining power is with this kind of a plan. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.